Welcome to Believer Radio, a companion soundtrack to our 2023 music issue, produced in collaboration with BFF.FM. My name is Daniel Gumbiner, and I'm the editor of The Believer, a quarterly arts and culture magazine published by McSweeney's in San Francisco. For this project, we've asked a handful of our contributors to DJ hour-long sets of music related to the articles they wrote for the issue. To view the full offering of DJ sets, please visit bff.fm slash believer. And to subscribe to The Believer and support more projects like this one, please visit thebeliever.net slash subscribe. I'm Emma Ingersani, and I wrote a review of Dolly Parton's 49th studio album, Rockstar, for the December 2023 issue of The Believer. In our present moment, It's an understatement to say that Dolly Parton is a beloved public figure, especially as a philanthropist and for bridging social and political divides. In the last few years, contemporary covers of her songs have also renewed interest in her songwriting among younger generations. In spite of all this, when Dolly was first nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she petitioned to withdraw from consideration. She stated, Even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. Later, she did agree to accept the honor if she was chosen, and she was ultimately inducted in 2022. This hesitation seems to speak to a conflict or conundrum that has existed pretty much throughout her musical career. As a songwriter, she very quickly found favor with rock artists. So, for example, by the mid-70s, you had the ultimate art punk rock star, Patti Smith, singing Jolene alongside Gloria and My Generation, and that granted Dolly a degree of credibility with serious rock critics. But Dolly Parton herself, as a musician and persona, did not find the same acceptance into the rock pantheon. Even though she still ultimately became a household name, Dolly never fully crossed over in the way that some of her contemporaries and collaborators did, like Linda Ronstadt and Emmylou Harris. So my piece on Rockstar looks at some of this history and at Dolly's official crossover moment in 1977. Her discography is truly vast, but I'll be playing a few songs that help to sketch out the range of Dolly's music in itself and in relation to what we think of as rock and roll. First up are a couple from very early in Dolly's career. She began playing guitar as a young child and went from there to performing as well as writing music for other musicians while a teenager. Her first recorded song in 1959 was Puppy Love, with lyrics by her uncle Bill Owens and music by Dolly herself. It has a very early rock and roll feel to it. Bye. 
By the time she'd graduated high school and moved to Nashville to pursue a career in music, Dolly was already a seasoned songwriter with a publishing contract. Her goal at the time was to record as a country artist, but she was initially typecast in bubblegum pop. She did ultimately record country, but her earliest songs still have a 50s pop kind of sound to them. That's definitely the case with her first country single, 1967's Dumb Blonde, which she did not write herself. It has a fun, sassy tone, but it's not a perfect fit. next found work as the girl singer on the Porter Wagner show, which resulted in many successful duet recordings with Wagner himself. I'm not going to play any of those songs right now. Instead, I'm going to skip forward to the solo work in the early 70s, which ultimately led to her professional break with Wagner. Dolly's songs really start to settle into a distinctive style this period, where you have a simple but strong overarching theme, words that are direct and vivid, and musical structure and ornamentation that shows the influence of Elizabethan English folk music. There's a haunting quality to many of them. And even though Dolly's vocal delivery is very calm and controlled, the lyrics can be devastating. Here's Coat of Many Colors, based on a childhood memory of Parton's, and Down from Dover, which earned some controversy at the time for its depiction of teen pregnancy. Go wondering once again 
to the seasons of my youth I recall a box of rags that someone gave us And how my mama put the rags to use There were rags of many colors But every piece was small And I didn't have a coat And it was away down in the fall Mama sewed the rags together So in every piece we loved She made my coat of many colors That I was so proud of As she sewed she told a story From the Bible she had read About a coat of many colors Joseph wore and then she said Perhaps this coat will bring you Good luck and happiness And I just couldn't wait to wear it And Mama blessed it with a kiss My coat of many colors That my Mama made for me Made only from rags But I wore it so proudly Although we had no money I was rich as I could be In my coat of many colors My mama made for me So with patches on my britches And holes in both my shoes In my coat of many colors I hurried off to school Just to find the others laughing And making fun of me And my coat of many colors My mama made for me And oh, I couldn't understand it For I felt I was rich And I told them all the love My mama sewed in every stitch And I told them all the story Mama told me why she sewed And how my coat of many colors Was worth more than all their clothes They didn't understand it And I tried to make them see That one is only poor Only if they choose to be Now I know we had no money But I was rich as I could be In my coat of many colors My mama made for me Made just for me I'm wearing doesn't hide the secret I have tried concealing When he left he promised me that he'd be back by the time it was revealing The sun behind a cloud just cast a crawling shadow o'er the fields of clover And time is running out Spring and summer pass And now the leaves are turning 
play one more from this era of her career, 1975's The Bargain Store. There's the same echo of early modern music in the song's melody and in Dolly's vocal trills. With the lyrics, there's also again a perspective that's embattled, but not totally embittered. The song's protagonist uses their imagination to reframe their circumstances and seems to gain agency through the act of storytelling. what you're looking for If you don't mind the fact that all the merchandise is used But with a little mending it could be as good as new Why you take for instance this old broken heart If you will just replace the missing parts You would be surprised to find how good it really is And you never will be sorry that you did The bargain store is open, come inside You can easily afford the price Love is all you need to purchase all the merchandise And I can guarantee you'll be completely satisfied
these old used memories from the past And these broken dreams and plans that didn't last I'll trade them for a future, I can't use them anymore I've wasted love, but I still have some more The bargain store is up and come inside You can easily afford the price Love is all you need to purchase all the merchandise And I can guarantee you'll be completely satisfied My life is likened to a bargain store And I may have just what you're looking for If you don't mind the fact that all the merchandise is used But with the little mending it could be as good as Dolly's first move toward a crossover came with the album New Harvest First Gathering in 1977. This was a subtle shift in the direction of rock and pop. Although it's maybe less psychologically complex than the last three songs we heard, the joyfulness of Dolly's vocal delivery is powerful, and it has a universality that seems fitting for a rock and roll anthem.
Dolly's next two albums, Here You Come Again and Heartbreaker, found her crossover really in full swing with aesthetic changes like album cover art, which became very bright and a bit surreal, and a lot of TV appearances. These albums were quite negatively reviewed by major rock critics, even those who had liked her earlier music, with the predominant claim being that she had sold out and also that her sensibility just wasn't a good fit for rock and roll. Something to notice with these peak crossover albums is Dolly's not shifting to something like folk or country rock or what we might now call Americana music, which other country artists did successfully, but instead gravitating toward other genres. This next song, Two Doors Down, is essentially a pop song that draws a lot from soul and funk. And the one after that, Baby I'm Burnin', is a pretty wild leap into disco that's actually also pretty fun. I don't 
I'm going to skip over most of the late 70s to mid 80s, which was a period when Dolly started making movies, starting with 9 to 5. Her musical output included covers of early rock and roll songs and also more country songs written by other people. An exception to that trend came with her country rock album with Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstadt, Trio, in 1987. This album is a really unique joining of forces. Each artist has such an amazing voice, and their harmonies add so much to the material. One of my favorites from this album is this version of a song that Dolly first recorded with Porter Wagner as a duet. Dolly started to record a trilogy of bluegrass albums, which seemed in some ways a return to the mountain music of her East Tennessee heritage. The second of these albums, 2001's Little Sparrow, is a mix of covers and Dolly's original music. Her voice sounds so good, the instrumentation is incredible, and her songwriting feels very of a piece with her work in the early 70s. Here's the title track, Little Sparrow. Little sparrow, little sparrow, precious, fragile little thing. Little 
sparrow, little sparrow, flies so high and feels no pain. Oh, ye maidens, heed my warning. Never trust the hearts of men. They will crush you like a sparrow, leaving you to never mend. They will. As I mentioned at the beginning of the hour, Dolly has always had a knack for writing songs that appeal to other musicians, 
and especially those in rock and pop. So let's look at a few covers. One early example is To Daddy, which Dolly recorded in 1976 herself, but left unreleased until the 90s. The song ended up being a country rock hit for Emmylou Harris in 1978. Here's Emmylou's version. Mama never seemed to miss the finer things of life. If she did, she never did say so to daddy. She never wanted to be more than mother and a wife. If she did, she never did say so to daddy. The only thing that seemed to be important in her life was to make our house a home and make us happy. Mama never wanted any more than what she had. If she did, she never did say so to daddy. He often left her all alone. She didn't mind the staying home. If she did, she never did say so to daddy. She never missed the flowers and the cards he never sent her. If she did, she never did say so to daddy. Being took for granted was a thing that she accepted. And she didn't need those things to make her happy. And she didn't seem to notice that he didn't kiss her. She never did say so to daddy One morning we awoke Just to find a note Mama carefully wrote and left to daddy And as he began to read it Her ears could not believe it search for love I need so badly I have needed you so long but I just can't keep holding on she never meant to come back home but she did she never did say so to daddy In addition to I Will Always Love You, Jolene has always been a particularly popular song for artists to interpret, so I wanted to play a couple of recent examples. But first, here's Dolly's original 1973 recording. Green. 
Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene He talks about you in his sleep And there's nothing I can do to keep from crying When he calls your name, Jolene And I can easily understand How you could easily take my man But you don't know what he means to me, Jolene Decide to do, Jolene As a first example, here's Scottish post-punk duo Strawberry Switchblade in 1985. They proved Jolene's weird adaptability by turning it into a synth-drenched goth dance track.
here's the White Stripes live cover of the song from 2004. Jack White takes the intricate, fluttering guitar line of the original and fashions it into this jagged electric riff. Both his playing and his singing kind of turn the song emotionally inside out. Another very recent cover has been by Lil Nas X in 2021. With this one, the emphasis is all on the vocal delivery. The instrumentation is very minimal, and it's at once really intense and moody, especially with a shift to a deeper vocal register, and also very contained and subdued. Jolene, 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 I'm begging of you. Don't take my man 
song selection, I wanted to share one more cover of Dolly's songwriting, the not terribly well-known song, There'll Always Be Music. Dolly first recorded it as a duet with Porter Wagner in 1973. The following year, Tina Turner released her debut solo album, Tina Turns the Country On, which is an album mostly of country and rock songs intended for Tina's own crossover. Tina takes a lovely song and adds this dramatic, dynamic vocal performance that brings its emotions to the surface. It's really beautiful. This track also features backing vocals by the great Mary Clayton. The lyrics to There Will Always Be Music are characteristically very clear and directly worded, but they're also a bit unusual for Dolly's songwriting. They don't tell a narrative so much as they state a point of view in which music is this reassuring cosmic fabric of everything beyond human concerns. This has been great. Thank you so much for listening. This is Emma Ingersani for The Believer. Rain makes rhythmic sounds when it's falling There's music and a newborn baby's cry There's music all around And there's no sweeter sound For that's the way man expresses his mind As the farmer works the fields, he sings a song And the songbirds in the trees sing along And the wind makes melody as it whistles through the trees 
Man's burdens are made lighter with song. I tell you Thank you for listening to Believer Radio. To find more DJ hours, please visit bff.fm slash believer. And to subscribe to The Believer, please go to thebeliever.net slash subscribe. Our producer and engineer is Claire Mullen. Many thanks to the staff of The Believer, Rita Bullwinkle, Justin Carter, Annie Dills, Ginger Green, Kim Hugh Lowe, Lucy Huber, Heidi Julevitz, Ed Park, Raj Tani, Sunra Thompson, Amanda Yuli, 
Venda La Vida, Dan Weiss, Sally Wen Mao, and James Ye. Huge thank you also to our collaborators on this project, BFF.FM. To make a donation to them and support Community Radio, please go to BFF.FM slash donate.